for this message uh, this week. And so if you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 2, 42 to 47. And I think this is an important message uh, when we look at uh, COVID and all these things we've happened the last few years and people trying to say, well, is church important or is it not? Back and forth, back and forth. So I want to tell you, it is important. And uh, so we're going to talk about that here this morning. So Acts 2, 42 to 47, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. May the Lord grant that uh, to happen in every church and every place where God's people are gathering. Well, this morning I want to talk to you about the importance of the local church, that local body of believers that gather together to worship God. You know, the local church has always been important. Uh, for me, I was raised uh, up in church, so I've had that blessing uh, to come from a Christian home, be raised up in the church, go to church every Sunday. Uh, that was their practice, and usually every Sunday night and every Wednesday as well. And uh, that was part of my upbringing. That was part of my life. And that was something that I recognized that church is indeed important. It's important in my own life. I see it's important in society and especially important for all Christians. And it's rather interesting as you study some things about the local church that you find that uh, one of the things, actually a book that I was just reading here of late, and it talked about that simply attending a church is one of the top activities about discipling a person for Jesus Christ. And so if you want to become a disciple of Christ, if you want to become a true follower of Christ, one of the biggest things, number one things that they said in this book, in this study, was that you attend a church. And you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, it's not necessary. You don't need to attend a church. Uh, well, you know what? Every study and from the Word of God, it tells us, yes, you do. You do need to become part of a local church. Other top activities that will keep people in the faith, of course, would be prayer. And one other that was a little bit surprising uh, in some senses was Bible reading. Not Bible study, just simply Bible reading. And they found that if Christian people would just simply read the Bible, that that would help them to stay in the faith. Not necessarily even study it, just read it. And, and, you know, there's so much in the Word of God. And, and I know today we're, we get into these things where we just read a bit here, a little bit there, a devotional books. And those devotional books are great and awesome. I've used them too. But you need to read the whole book from cover to cover. And I uh, encourage you, if you haven't done that, uh, why not start in the New Testament and uh, read to the New Testament. If you think, oh, that's too big, then go to the book of John and read the book of John. Uh, just to get started and to get reading the Word of God, because it will help you to stay in the faith. Now, the local church has been uh, a valuable asset to any community, and it is something that is certainly needed uh, for every Christian. 
And history, as you look at history, is one of the first buildings to be built when forming a community. And so we look throughout our history and we see that, you know, a local church was very important. And even as you drive around, even here in Alberta, you will come across very small communities where, in a lot of cases, they don't even exist anymore, but you'll often find that there's still a church building there, sometimes not attended anymore, but there's an old building there because that's what was important for every community to build a local church. Now, in today's society, that recognition is not the same, but it uh, still doesn't change the fact that the local church needs to be considered as something that is important, and uh, it really is. And when we were uh, doing this study this week and, and looking at some of the benefits of establishing a support group, well, a church is a support group. It just becomes a large support group. And as they went through all these uh, benefits of uh, a, a, a support group, I kind of took those and I applied that, kind of substituted the word uh, uh, for, to a local church and to, instead of a support group. And this is how the statements would then go. The local church is a place where people can share what is going on in their lives. That's an interesting thing, and that's what we do. We do. We share what's going on in our lives as we come to this place. The local church is a place where you'll find understanding. And it is. We always find a, a, in a large group of people, you'll always find somebody that's probably gone through the very same thing that you have gone through. And there's understanding there. The local church is a place where you'll find practical solutions to your problems. Uh, so, you know, you don't get off on those fringe things, just some practical things that can help you. The local church is a place that points people to Christ. And again, very, very important role of the church is that we point people to Jesus Christ. The local church is a safe place to open up to others. And it is. It's a great place where we can come and share some of those innermost needs that we're going on in our lives and receive help and encouragement and prayer. The local church uh, is a place of restoration and reconciliation. Of course, the first part is uh, restoration with God. Uh, where sin had separated us from God, we come into a relationship with God, come to that place to recognize our sins can be forgiven. Uh, God can give us a new lease on life. But also God you know, restores relationships. He restores friendships and those things as well. So that's what a church is. The local church, number seven, is a place to journey together. So those are just some of the benefits that they said would be of a support group. And I think that the exact same thing supplies, uh, works for a church as well. But another interesting uh, part uh, that I was reading in this uh, study, it talked about uh, some benefits uh, of the of a support group or of a church that is noted by psychologists. And they state that those kind of groups, they reduce anxiety, tension, fatigue, confusion. That's some pretty good stuff. How much of that is in our world right now? Anxiety, tension, fatigue, confusion. Well, studies by the doctors are saying that, you know what, a support group, a church can help in this area. It also they found, enhances the quality of life, reduces stress, reduces fear, and promotes general health. So it's actually healthy for you to come to church. 
you probably didn't even realize that, that you were helping yourself in the area of health just simply by being in church. So those are some really neat uh, applications of, of benefits of belonging to a support group and a larger support group like a church. And as I got thinking about that, you know, the next day, and I, I started going through the scriptures and, and reading of all the benefits uh, that are in there that talks to us about the benefits of going to a local church or being part of a local church. And I'd like to kind of expand upon that and talk to you about that on a biblical sense, uh, not just looking at, you know, uh, uh, all the other outside factors of why it's good to go to a church, but I want to look at some of the things that says why biblically it is good to be part of a local church. Now, first of all, from Scripture, we see that the local church is important as it's a place to worship God. It's a place where we can gather together, meet together, come together in one place to worship and praise our God. Acts 2, 46, it says, they worshiped together at the temple each day. They met in homes for the Lord's Supper. They shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. So the local church is a gathering place, a meeting place to worship God, just like we were doing today. That is part of the role of a local church, that it is a place where we can come together and worship God together. I was thinking of that as we were singing uh, this morning and worshiping the Lord. I was thinking, you know, here we are, we're bringing offerings of worship, offerings of thanksgiving unto God, offerings of finances unto God. And I was thinking, you know, here we are as a church, those things are being raised up to God. Think of that uh, for the people in their homes that are also joining with us in this service today and as they're worshiping God from their homes. And just to think of all that worship that is going up to God from quite a wide area. And then when you look at all churches around the world, how much praise and worship is going up to God. And the Bible says that's what we're supposed to be doing. That, that's part of the role of a local church to be that place where we can come and worship the Lord. Now, as you look through the Bible, probably one of the best books in the Bible that talks about worship is the book of Psalms. And in the book of Psalms, it is just filled with the various ways that we can worship God. And I'm not going to go into all the ways that we can worship God, but I, I do want to read Psalm 102 and 4. It says, worship the Lord with gladness. That's a good way to come before God. Come before God singing with joy. So our, it should be a joyous experience as we sing. Many people comment when they come to our church, they say, you guys really seem to like to sing. We're not used to that. We've had uh, preachers here. Other people have done worship in other churches. And as they've come here, they've always commented and said, your people actually sing. Your people actually enter in. I said, don't they do that at your church? Well, not always, not like your church. That's an important thing. You're to sing with joy. You're actually kind of happy about doing it. And we're also to acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us. We are his. We're his people. A lot of identity issues in our world today. Well, you know what? As you come to church, you get to realize we are his people. I belong to God. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm a chosen people. 
I'm a peculiar people because I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It says we are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. So enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So those are all important things we need to be doing as we come into a place like this and worship the Lord. Come with gladness. Come singing. Come acknowledging the Lord. Come with thanksgiving. Come with praise. Because he's worthy of it all. We already sang that. You're worthy of it all. Everything that we do to express ourselves to God, he is worthy of it all. And a local church is a place where we can come and do that together. And it is a wonderful thing. You know, you can sing to yourself, you know, in your car or in your home. Maybe you sound all right. Maybe you can sing. Okay. But I tell you, when you gather with a great group of people and you start to sing, whole different atmosphere, whole different atmosphere. Sometimes, you know, it can be like even the angels are joining in. And so it'd be really nice when we get through all this COVID where we can get everybody back into church and hear everybody worshiping and singing again that we might raise this roof uh, right off. Amen. But that's what we need. But anyway... It's important. The local church is important because it's a designated place for people to come together, to meet together, and worship God. Then secondly, the local church is important as it's a place of prayer, a place of calling out to God, of crying out to God, bringing our requests to God. It's a gathering place for prayer. It's very important that we pray. Acts 2, 42, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. Please note that there was a devotion to prayer. There was a serious commitment to pray. See, prayer was important to the local church from the very beginning, and it's still very important today. If there's one thing that's missing in the North American church, it's prayer. It really is. We, we just seem to be so occupied with all the blessings that are around us and the things that we can do that when it comes to prayer, man, it can really push aside. And that's not what's supposed to be so. We're supposed to gather together to pray. Remember, I was telling you about there's a pastor that's following us from India, and uh, he was sending me pictures of their prayer meeting. Their place was full. Every room was full, and they were literally out in the street praying. They had so many people coming for prayer that they're getting in trouble with the authorities that you better get a bigger building. That's what it's supposed to be like here, that we would have this place full when it says we're to pray. It's important. That's part of the local church's calling. Jesus himself, he talked about this importance of prayer in the church as well. And he said, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer. So if Jesus is telling us that a local church should be a house of prayer, then it needs to be a house of prayer. We really need to rise up to that challenge and start to pray and to pray even more. I know we have a great church that gathers together to pray. We have great intercessors here. But, you know, we need everybody. We really do. And we need it to, this place to be a house of prayer. Now, we also could refer to so many other verses that everything that was done in the early church was done 
through prayer. Before they ever made any decision, they always went to the Lord and they prayed. They sought God. They even fasted. Before they made any big decision, they always prayed and they always fasted. It was an integral part of the early church. And it needs to be, again, especially here in North America. The local church is to be a place of prayer to God, bringing our requests, bringing our petitions, bringing the cries of our hearts unto God. But it's more than just a place of prayer. It's also a place to receive prayer. See, we're not, God doesn't want us to go through our lives or go through our difficulties all by ourselves. And often we do that. I don't know why we do it. We, we just... You know, maybe it's pride, but we kind of, oh, well, I'm self-conscious. You know, I don't want to tell everybody that's going on in my life or that I need prayer or I'm going through a problem. But we do. We, we do. We all need that prayer. James 5, 14 and 16 says, Are any of you sick? Then call for the elders of the church, come and pray for you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. He goes on to say, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other, so that you may be healed, because the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So our church needs to be a prayer center. It needs to be a support group of prayer for anybody that needs it. That's what it should be. And what a blessing we do have, that we do have a church where we can come and where we can pray and where we can receive prayer. We have ladies that gather here on Wednesday morning at uh, 10.30 that they're here. And again, just making it a place of prayer. Or if you want to gather together some men on a Monday night, they meet at Ideal Carpet and they're praying there. They're sharing there. Those are good things that we need and it is part of a local church. Third in importance of a local church, the church is a place of encouragement. A place where we're lifted up, we're strengthened, we're supported, we're loved, we're built up. Romans 14, 19 says, So then let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up. 1 Thessalonians 5, 11, So encourage each other, build each other up, just as you are already doing. All throughout Scripture, we are called to encourage and build one another up. But that's especially to happen in the local church. We really need to be that place where people can come and get encouraged. You know, people should come in this place, and as they leave this place, they should leave encouraged. If they're not leaving encouraged, we're missing something. We're, we're not responding well. And that, you know, it's not just through a message or just through uh, uh, worship, but each one of us can speak to somebody. We can say something to somebody that might be the very word that they need for today. Never, you know, put yourself down to think, well, what I'd have to say isn't really all that important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You never know who will God will use to touch somebody. So be available. God, I'm here. I'll be used. Direct me to somebody that I might encourage them today because I don't want anybody to be leaving this church or watching online to have this day go by and nothing said to them, nothing ministers to them. The local church should be a place where the sick, the tormented, the depressed, the, the hurting, the lonely, the frustrated should come and be encouraged. 
It should be a place where you don't leave like you came. There's an old chorus we used to sing years ago. You won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Bound, oppressed, tormented, sick, or lame, you're not going to leave the same way that you came. And, you know, that, that, that really does need to be church. That's what church should be about, that people leave differently than what they came in. And that's something that's important, and it's important to us here in this church. And we want to be a church that encourages people. We want to be a church that strengthens people. And really, it's a must for the church. 1 Corinthians 14, 26 says, Well, my brothers and sisters, let's summarize. When you meet together, one will sing, another will teach, another will tell some special revelation God has given, one will speak in tongues, and another will interpret what is said. But everything that is done must strengthen all of you. It's about encouraging people, lifting people up, strengthening people. And that's what we want to be as a church. And I think we are that kind of a church. We're certainly trying on that. We may not uh, succeed with everybody at all times, but we are trying because that's important to us. We want our church to be a place, a support place, where you can be encouraged. Number four, why the church is important is because it's a place of gathering, a place where we can meet with fellowship, learn, be encouraged. You know, people throughout the years have spent a lot of time and effort, sweat and tears and building buildings where people can come and worship the Lord. They've made gathering places. This here place, uh, uh, long time before the church ever got built, there was a vision in someone's heart that they wanted to donate land to this, that if there was going to be another church built, that they would be part of it. That person was long gone before this ever happened. There's a lot of sweat, tears, finances that have been put into every church building that you see. And they did that because they recognized it could be a gathering place for people to come and experience God. Acts 2, 44, 46 says, And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. One place they met. They also worshiped at the temple each day. How about that? Church every day. Met in homes, the Lord's Supper, shared their meals, great joy, generosity. Again, there was the devotion there, a serious commitment to fellowship and to gather together. It was done often, of course, mostly done on the first day of the week, Sunday. Why on the Sunday? Because they were celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So it's worth to note, even in all of this, that studies that have been done on this, again, I already mentioned about falling away from the faith that attending a local church ranked near one, usually one or two spot in all categories when it talks about people being established in the faith, being part of a local church, one or, number one or number two. So that tells us how important it really is to have a place to gather together and meet together, worship together, get strong together, it's also worthy to note as well that the Bible says that as you get drawn closer and closer to the last days, that it says attending a church even becomes even more important. And that's what the Bible says. That's not an opinion. Hebrews 10, 25 says, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. 
So as we recognize the coming of the Lord is getting closer and closer, it's not the time to scatter and run away from church. It's the time to get to church. It really is. So gathering together in a local church setting, it's always been important. It's always been necessary. And as we're looking at the days that we are living in, to me, it's even all that much more important. We need one another. We all need fellowship. We all need community. We all need family. And the church often serves as a family. That's, that's part of our, our, our vision of our church is that we, we desire to be a family and that we welcome others to come and be a part of this family. So if you're watching us online or if you're a visitor here today, we want to tell you that you are welcome to become part of this family. It's open to all, everybody. We don't care what your background is or what color you're or what culture you have. We welcome everyone to be a part of this family because we recognize it needs to be a gathering place for people, a meeting place where everyone is welcome to come. Number five, the importance of the local church is that it's a place we can learn. How do you get to know God? Come to church. You're going to find out. How do we uh, get to know him better? Where do we find hope? How should we be living our life? You know, is there a heaven and a hell? A lot of people don't know, have never heard that there's a heaven or a hell. Well, there is. Well, if you come to church, you're going to find out that it is. You're going to hear the truth. The local church has always been a place where people can learn and be taught truth. Acts 2.42, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, sharing of meals, including Lord's meal, uh, supper, and to prayer. Again, a devotion to teaching. They want to learn. That needs to be in all of us. That a local church should be there for people to come that are hungry and say, I need to learn more. You know, there's always more with God. I've been a Christian pretty much most of my life from a childhood up, and I keep learning more things. I don't know when some people say, ah, I'm done with church. You know, I've, I'm thinking, like, really? I, I just keep finding there's more and more and more and more from God. I keep experiencing more and more of God. And I, I'm continuing to grow, and I plan to continue to grow. I want more of God because I know there's still more because he's God. He's way bigger than me or anybody else with this world. So I know he's got more, and I want to learn about the more. So we need to be devoted, just like the early church was, a place where we can teach the Bible, where we can declare what is truth. People are so confused today, very confused in our society, because there's no longer that governing principle that even our own nation has been founded on, has been founded on the Bible. The scripture verses are, they're plastered right on our parliament building, so they're trying to get that message across, but we've walked away from that. What is truth? The Bible is truth. The Word of God is truth. Jesus is truth. So you go to a local church, you're going to be taught truth. 1 Timothy 4.13 says, Until I get there, focus on reading the Scriptures to the church, encourage the believers, and teaching them. So things that are very, very important. The Bible is important to us. I know some churches, you go there and all you hear are stories. Well, we like to share stories as well, but we are very strong in the Word of God. We will teach you the Word of God. We will preach from the Word of God. 
It's not by accent that you hear that I use lots of scriptures because that's his word. I don't want to be up here preaching my opinions or my thoughts. They can sometimes sneak in. I I try to make sure I scratch those out on my iPad if I have a thought that's my opinion and not what God is saying. It may slip out sometimes because we all get frustrated. But that's important to me. I want to preach what God's word is saying. And that's what you'll get as you come to a local church. It's a place where they teach the word of God and talk about the Bible, or they're supposed to be anyway. And they become places where we learn and we understand uh, the truth and where we are blessed because we get to know what the Bible is saying. 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is inspired by God and it's useful to teach us what is true to make us realize what's wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. A lot of our society today don't want to be told what is wrong and what is right. Well, we need to know that because if we don't know that, then we're going to keep taking, you know, paths in life that are not going to end up in good places. The Bible teaches us things that are good, teaches things that are good for us. Sometimes it'll even correct us. And and so as you come to a church, you know what? You'll hear things that'll encourage you. Sometimes you'll hear things that'll correct you because you'll hear the word of God and you'll realize, hold it, I'm not living up to that standard that the Bible's talking about. So it's a great place to come and learn, be challenged, corrected even. But that's all part of what a local church is to do is it teaches the word of God. Then lastly, why is church important? It's the truth that the church is a place where God speaks. You know, I find it amazing how many people hear God's voice in a church service. Sometimes it's through the worship. A certain song or something like that, it just hits them, and man, they're they're just hearing from God and being blessed. Sometimes it's actually the message. That they're listening to the pastor, and actually something really touched them from there. Sometimes it's because they're sitting beside somebody, and somebody says something to them. Or they meet somebody out in the fellowship hall or after the service that is talking to them and they say something that they may not even think is important, but it touches that person's life. I even find a lot of times, too, that people can come up and say, Pastor, man, when you spoke this and said this, 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 and I'm thinking to myself, I never said any of those things. And I'm checking in my message, I never said any of those things. I say, well, they just heard it from God and... God can do that. God speaks to his church. And there's a setting as we gather together that God will speak to us. Yes, he'll speak to us in our homes. He'll speak to us in our private times of prayer. He'll speak to you even when you're driving. He'll speak to you at at any time that he wants. But there's something special about coming together in an atmosphere where you're with a bunch of other people that also want to hear from God. That's important. And we will hear what God has to say. Revelations 2 and Revelations 3, I think, are really great chapters in the Bible that that talk about this, where God is speaking to the church, to a literal church, not just speaking to everybody out there, he's speaking to a literal church. And it warns us here that as churches, we need to be listening what God is saying through his spirit. And that's a phrase that's repeated throughout the Bible, not just in Revelations. In Revelations, it's repeated eight times. So that's telling me that anything that's repeated multiple times is telling you 
pay special attention. This is important. Revelations 2, 7. This is repeated all through Scripture. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he's saying to the churches. Do you know what God is saying to the churches right now? I think that's really important. There's a lot of confusion with all this COVID stuff going on and vaccine stuff going on. And, and people are trying to say, what's the church saying? What's the church saying? You need to come and find out. Come and find out. Because if we're listening, we will hear. We will hear what God is saying to the church. There are things that sometimes God will only say to a church setting that he won't say in an individual setting. And that's something we need to realize. If you're missing being part of a local church, you're also missing some of the messages of what God is saying to people right now. And I think that we are in definitely trying times. We're getting near those end times. So if we, we really need to be hearing what God's saying because there's a lot of confusion out there. There's a lot of people that are saying, this is what God is saying. No, no, this is what God is saying. And you're kind of like, well, how could God be saying to that person do this and that person do that? And it's totally opposite. You need to hear what God's saying to you. You really do. And what's he saying to the church in a corporate gathering? That's very, very important. You know, as the Lord spoke to the churches in Revelation, he was saying things that, etern that had eternal consequences for his listeners. There were certain things that were happening in those churches in Revelation that were not good. There were things that were happening in that church that were good. And so the Lord was commending people about, hey, you're doing great in these areas. But the Lord was also wanting to say, well, there's a few things I need to speak to you about. And, you know, that's probably would be standard really for all of us in our own lives. That the Lord could probably say, you know what, you're doing great, great. Go through a whole big list of all these wonderful things that we're all doing. But I bet you the Lord could probably put his finger on a thing or two in our lives and say, well, there's some things that maybe you should pay attention to. We've got to be in a place where we hear that. Local church is one of those places where God will speak, speak to us. And, and that's something that's very important to us. I know as, as Cynthia and our worship team, as they're leading up here, they're not just up here to sing a song or play an instrument. They really want to be a part of the ministry of the church. They want to be used of God that through them, they want to be a vessel of ministry to you, that you would hear God's voice, that God would speak to you as they're going through their duties of leading in worship. When I'm up here and I'm preaching a message, I pray constantly, very, very important to me, that God, what are you wanting to say to the church this week? And I really, I pray into that. It's very, very important to me. That would be a core value of myself is that I want to be speaking what God wants me to speak. I don't want to just speak the latest trends or the latest things. I want to be speaking what God is saying to the church. I want to be able to communicate that to you because you need to hear what God is saying to the church. So a ch local church is a place where we can hear God and he can speak to us. You know what? There's a lot of things where we go through in life that sometimes we stray away from the church we're a little bit upset with God. Well, you know what? When things go bad in your life, that is hard. But let me tell you something. Come to church. Be in a place where you can hear, where God can speak to you. 
where God can speak to you through somebody else. Because sometimes that's what God does. He'll speak through somebody else. Sometimes he'll, he'll speak through a total stranger. That's happened to us many times. I've been in other churches. Total stranger just come up, start speaking into our lives. And we're hearing from God. It's a wonderful place to be. Now we can go on and on talking about the importance of a local church. And adding things. Well, it's a place to serve. It's a place to meet new friends. Sometimes people don't realize that. You want to meet some good people? Come to church. Have a good place to be. Place to connect. Place to bring our offerings. A place to share. A place of protection. And more. But I think you get the picture that the local church is an important place. And being part of a local church is important. For a lot of spiritual reasons and also for physical reasons. And so as we close here this morning... I would like for anyone that is visiting us here today or anyone watching us online and you've been kind of one of those people online that you never comment, you you never say anything because you don't want anybody to know that you're actually watching. Well, we would love for you to let us know that you are watching. But more importantly, I want to say to you that you are welcome to be a part of this church. You are welcome to be joining us online or joining us in person I also want to thank all those people that are a part of this church, whether you're here right now or whether you know, you're uh, online watching us for the time being. But we are glad that you're here because you are important. You help with the ministry of this church and that God uses all of us and we're all profitable for the kingdom's work. And so I want to say thank you. Thank you for being a part of this church. So the local church... Important place, great place to get together, have fun, hear from God, pray with one another, care for one another, cry with one another, rejoice with one another, all kinds of things. The local church is important. It's a great place to be a part of. Thank you for being a part of this church, and we welcome anybody else that's watching us that wants to be a part. You are welcome here. So, Father God, I thank you for this church. I thank you, Lord, for the sacrifices and the work, Lord, that has started a long time before I ever came here. But, Lord, people, individuals that sought God, that prayed, that invested time, resources, finances, that, Lord, that there could be a local church in this community for people to come and experience Jesus, experience God, hear from God, and that, Lord, where they can find a family that, Lord, will open themselves up to them and will receive them, that they can be a part of something wonderful and something great. So we say thank you, Lord, to all those folks. And we pray the Lord, help us to be the church of Scripture. Because, Lord, we do want to be that gathering place. We do want to be that place of prayer. We do want to be that place where we care about one another and we pray for one another. And that, Lord, that we see great things and wonderful things happening. So, Lord, help us to be your church that you've called us to be in Scripture. Help us to reach out. Help us to touch people. And, Lord Jesus, if there's anybody today that is here or that is watching us, and, Lord, as they've been listening maybe these last few weeks and months, and they're kind of wondering about Jesus, Father, I just pray that you would make your son real to them today. May they have an encounter with the Christ today in Jesus' name. How do you get that encounter? You just simply start by saying, Jesus, I need you. 
Jesus, I do believe in you. Help me with my unbelief. I welcome you into my life. Come and make yourself real to me. Please forgive me of my sins. And come into my life today. He will. He will. He'll do that today. So, Lord, we just bless your people. We thank you for your people. 